the box. Meet people through their music. With Ash Bertabez on FBI. What an absolutely swell day to have another Out of the Box on. And thank you so much to Ed for covering for Stephen Ferris for the past few hours on your mornings. And if you liked the tracks that you heard him play, last one was actually by Elizabeth Rose called Sensibility. And uh, any other tracks that you wanted to uh, check in on, you can go on to fbaradio.com and look at the programs and playlist page and figure it all out there. And uh, today, usually we come up with an introduction for any guests who come on the show. But luckily, our guest this week had taken care of that for us. <clears throat> He's a simple man. All he needs to be happy is his alcohol can, his seagull, his bin fire, his sub car, <laughs> his leather jacket, his lizard hunks. His name is Max Laverne. Wow, I never thought that that would end up as uh, any kind of formal introduction to me. See, this is why you shouldn't just Twitter like that, you know? That's it. That's yeah. the problem with the internet. We'll, we'll use it against you. You never know where it's going to end up. Exactly. Well, and what fault. on earth are lizard hunks? <laughs> um, look, it honestly couldn't be any more straightforward. They're lizards... Who are hunks? I, no, that's the only way I can explain it. <laughs> Fabulous. All right, so Max Laverne is a man sitting across from me today. He started out on Two ACRs Overdrive before going on to be a presence and presenter and now a producer on Triple J. He's also a man of many words, most notably on Really, Really, Really Trying, which won one of Pedestrian's Blog of the Year awards in 2012. And Max has confessed at Confession Booth, Late Night Live Read with Penguin Plays Rough and fed SBS's The Feed. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's very exciting to be here. Yeah, it's and I've looked at your music and I am impressed. Give <laughs> us a bit of a vibe for what we've got looking at looking out for us in the hour. Uh, well, there's uh, a whole lot of uh, kind of scrappy garage punk, because uh, that's what I'm all about. Um, and uh, just, I don't know, indie rock, basically. Fabulous. <laughs> yeah. We've got a good place to start. We've got Parquet Courts. Why do you like this track? Oh, well, I'm in a like a massive Parquet Courts hole at the moment. Um, I really, really love those guys. I've got a new album that's that's just come out and I'm really obsessed with it. But I, I wanted to play a song from uh, their last album uh, because, and and this might just be like the, the Parquet Courts hole talking, but uh, this song has got like probably the best lyrics I've ever heard in any song. I'm super into it. It's called Donuts Only. Good name.
Notes Only. Parquet Courts on FBR 94.5. My guest today on Out of the Box is Max Laverne. Hello. And hello. <laughs> just chugging it in there, just getting real low. Hello. Mm. You're listening to Conversations with Richard Feidler. My <laughs> love songs from garages all over Australia today with Max Laverne. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who, yeah, you've got a lot of great music for us today. So a lot of great Australian music as well. Show, uh, especially in this station, we have like fifty percent Australian music, and twenty five percent of that, well, like one hundred percent, is from Sydney. You know, and um, I was reading some of your Twitter. It's always going to haunt you on this show. So, <laughs> you you know a lot of music types. You know gazebo core. Yeah, well, that's a big one. Yeah. You know, that's that's huge because uh, you know it is uh, obviously the ultimate building structure. Uh, and uh, anything played in like honestly, that's the like you really have to stop just cherry picking nonsense that I've said on the internet. That is, uh, well, then uh, we're not gonna have anything to talk about. <laughs> I've actually got a list of nonsense from Max Laverne's Twitter, which you should follow as well. <laughs> okay, well, thank you for the shout out. Um, yeah, um, no, I like, um, I, I would I would really like to hear Gazebo Chord. That is actually one that I hope uh, takes off in, in some form. Wouldn't it kind of be like a wedding band just playing kind of hardcore music in a gazebo and that would just be the ambient sound? Like I said, I would love to hear that. All right. That's, uh, that's a, a life goal for me. Yeah, let us know if you can make it happen. <laughs> um but yeah, so you you've blogged for a long time, and I guess a lot of a lot of the the ways that you would have made it into the writing and radio circles now would have been kind of through your your writerly pursuits earlier on as a blogger. Is it is it weird to consider yourself a blogger? Do you consider yourself a blogger? I I don't know. I, like I don't because uh, I think that the the line between like blogger and just writer is uh well I don't I don't really know if there is one anymore like you know there's so much writing now that is just exclusively on the internet um and, and so much good writing that it kind of seems pointless to be like well this this person's a blogger like you know if someone except in maybe in a pejorative way like you know yeah. labeling someone a blogger because you know that they're, they're not really all that good enough although that's that's probably quite harsh to a, a lot of bloggers as well um, I, I, yeah. This guy's um, awful. Get him off the air. <laughs> you just insulted everyone. Yeah, I think so. Well, <laughs> you know, I, I, I probably insulted myself as well. So hopefully that's <laughs> a mitigating okay. factor. Yeah. And, um, you used to blog for, what was the, what was the music blog you were writing for? Uh, well, for I wrote, I wrote a music blog called Rose Quartz mm-hmm. with uh, a couple of friends of mine. Um, yeah, just uh, writing garbage about tunes that we liked. Um, yeah, and what kind of, you know, when you're actually reviewing music and, and stuff like that, what kind of is your style? What's the, you know, when you like to read music and write music reviews and stuff like that? Well, um, I don't know. For me, it, the way I always used to do it would be, like, you know, a brief description of the band and then just, like, three, like, like I don't know sentences that I felt about the song, which is not a good way to write about music. Like there's a lot of wonderful music writers out there who are able to like relate music to uh, I don't know experiences that people have and like you know broader contexts. But I don't know. I kind of uh, I'm not that advanced. I just you know wrote what my brain was feeling at any one time. <laughs> or or consistently over a, wi- a wide amount of time. You did the uh, A to Z of shit music. For uh, was it the doctor? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. On, on Triple J. Um, yeah. Well, you know, it's just it's 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 easy and fun to be mean about stuff, mm. um, which is like not a good way to be. If you're out there and you're thinking, 
I'm thinking about being mean about stuff. It is the easy way to go. Absolutely. It's not the virtuous way to go, though. <laughs> so in the A to Z of shit music that you um, came up with, which was the shittest of the shit music? Oh, well, I mean, it, it wasn't really ranking anything. It was mm-hmm. sort of just, you know, working your way through the alphabet, starting with Alien Ant Farm, uh, <laughs> going to Blessed Union of Souls, uh, then, you know, Crazy Town. And, uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot of awful bands out there. There's a whole alphabet's worth. Fabulous. I think my favourite one there was Nickelback. <laughs> There's that thing on Facebook where you can just be like, who do you need to unfriend on Facebook? You follow that link and then it shows you all of your friends who like Nickelback. Yeah, right. That's yeah. a handy resource. Very handy. I lost a lot of friends that day. <laughs> anyway, we've got another track here. It's Bed Wedding Bad Boys, Only Loneliness. And why? why oh, well, you know, I just think that um, Sydney music at the moment is is really amazing. Like, you know, it's always good, but at the moment it's just going through like... Um, Kind of like a golden age, I guess. And and Bed, Wet and Bad Boys for me are kind of representative of that because um, they're on R.I.P. Society, which is just, just killing it with um, so many great bands. And, um, you know, it's kind of this, like, for me, it's like the sweet spot of, like, this kind of scrappy garage rock. And then they also write songs about, like, you know, being bored and lonely, which is... Uh, yeah, it's it's your stick. Like yeah, <laughs> exactly. Fabulous. On FBI 94.5.
question out of the box. Bedwet and Bad Boys just then. And uh, my guest today, Max Laverne, brought that in for you. Thanks, Max. Thank you. And Max Laverne does TED Talks. He invented... Not TED Talks. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not me. we got the big names here guy. today. <laughs> <laughs> Todd Talks. So they took the E out, put an O in there. Does the O mean anything? Uh, no, no. It's just... Uh, no, it is completely meaningless. Great. Yeah. And can you explain the, the concept behind Todd Talks? Yeah, well, I mean, it's... Well, it, as you might be able to guess, it's it's pretty much just um, a, a rip on TED Talks. Uh, if... Uh, for people who like aren't all that interested in think fluencing, like uh, if if that's not really your thing, um, basically or hybrid just, words in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> portmanteaus, no way. Um, every couple of months, we just get a bunch of people, um, uh, you know, comedians and musicians and stuff to um, come and give a talk about uh, about you know whatever the creative process or skeletons or you know twins having sex as the case may be uh, there's there's a lot of variety in there that's inspiration yeah. for you and so you get a, you get a lot of kind of comedic types in and and i guess you know you're a comedian yourself you do funny things all the time do you kind of think of yourself as a comedian oh i don't know like i kind of uh, it, it that that's a tough question i i kind of don't really feel like i've earned the right to you know lay claim to a description like that um it's um especially like there's so many comedians that I admire a lot like uh you know like Daniel Kitson and Sam Simmons and you go and see people like that and they they put on such an amazing performance and are so funny and uh so able to like you know weave this 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 tapestry of jokes and story into something that you know goes for you know an hour and a half or whatever and um you know I I, I like I I, I love to watch things like that, and uh, I don't think it's something that I could do, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's fun to try. Yeah, so you're no tapestry weaver, but you're a funny guy. <laughs> well, it's nice of you to say so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess with Todd Talks, because you're getting so many comedians on, are they are they really um, fun people to work with when you're planning a show like this? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um yeah, it's amazing. Like we've got a, we've got a, a show on tonight, uh, at, happening at Giant Dwarf at eight o'clock. If I could just slip the plug in there, um, and uh, yeah, there's some um, like just wonderful people. Like uh, Michael Hing's doing a talk, who's, who's really funny. Jennifer Wong, uh, Zoe Norton Lodge from Story Club, and uh, uh, Travis from um, the Great Australian Band Collarbones is going to come and do a talk. And, yeah, Great you know, Australian Internet personality Travis Cook absolutely <laughs> fabulous yeah so you know like it, it's I don't know it, it's it's just really fun to you know be able to you know you know talk with these people talk about ideas with them and then basically just enjoy watching them do their thing because um you know well they're very funny Okay. Yeah. And, like, there's a bit of a stereotype going around the kind of, you know, I mean, if you've watched Punchline with, what's his name, the guy who's in Forrest Gump, et cetera. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. That guy. Yeah, you just forgot yeah. Tom Hanks' name. Well, yeah, but that, that film and, and a lot of other things allude to the fact that comedians deep down are, are sad people. Right. Is there any truth in that for you? I mean, you're a funny guy. Do you kind of, like, you know, hide behind funniness? Um, no, not really. Um... <laughs> No, there's not a lot of layers that are happening here. It's uh, pretty straightforward. Cool. (laughs) I think that uh, that stereotype is definitely something that works well for a movie because, you know, it's drama. I I have no idea how true it is. Okay. And we've got another track waiting for us here. I think we'll go with Kiosk Tourist Attraction. What do you reckon? Yeah, okay. Well, I just, I, I really wanted to play this song because, you know, FBI plays a lot of 
a lot of Sydney music. And uh, this is one of the first Sydney bands that I really cared about a lot. Like uh, their debut EP and this song, Tourist Attraction, came out uh, just after I finished high school. And, um, you know... it, like I, I, I really loved them, and I loved seeing them play live. And to me, they were kind of a, a precursor for um, the kind of music that Sydney is doing so well at the moment. And bands like, uh, like, like Royal Headache, and bands like Circle Pit, which Angie and Jack from Chaos are in. Um, and uh, yeah, so I just thought, give it a spin. Absolutely. Here we go. Nephew ninety four point five. Out of the box. Very short tracks today. You like it short and sharp. <laughs> I do. It's good stuff. Yes. Um, and you you hosted... Oh, wait. Actually, one, one thing I do want to talk about is Spider George. So you're basically an internet phenomenon oh based on this one single thing. Tell us about Spider George. Oh, well, it's just a... Um, yeah, it's a really weird thing. It's uh, this... Um, I, you know, I have a Tumblr that I write stupid jokes on. Um, and, and early last year... I wrote, um, I don't know, just this, this basically like a statistics joke. The joke is that, um, you know, there's this like uh, urban myth that the average person eats three spiders a year, like because they crawl into your mouth while you're asleep or whatever. I don't know. I don't know how that actually works, but um, I, Everyone I knows it though. Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, the joke was that uh, that doesn't happen and that there's a guy called Spiders George who lives in a cave and eats, like, thousands each day and he's an outlier that shouldn't have been counted. Um, which, you know, I was like, well, you know, sure, that's uh, that's a joke, I guess. And, you know, posted it on the internet and um, it kind of, like, became a phenomenon with teens around the world <laughs> who... Um, like, it's been reblogged like, 200,000 times or something now and, like, it's, like... Uh, you know, there's there's a page about it on knowyourmeme.com and the Huffington Post (laughs) wrote an article about it, like, as in, you can't believe everything you read on the internet because of this stupid Tumblr uh, text post. Um, (laughs) So, I I don't know, I can't really explain it. Um, I'm really, I I really have no idea why uh, 
like people identified with it so much. Mm, lucky um, for Spider George, though, you made him a household name. <laughs> he could probably you know, be paid to go to parties and stuff now. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I don't think that that's probably true, but um, it like in let like the, unless the households you're talking about exist exclusively on the internet then maybe <laughs> well, they they could do that and um another thing that you've done in your in your blogging time apart from make spider george famous uh is the recaps of a lot of reality tv shows now how did you get into writing recaps for reality tv shows because i mean today we're you're bringing in a lot of kind of really local garagey sydney non mainstreamy stuff and then you're just kind of peeling back all the layers and understanding the meanings and following very closely things like the voice like master chef like like the shire how was that yeah well i don't know like i think you know when you're a when you're a freelance writer you just you kind of look for things to write about and writing recaps of tv shows um is is an easy thing to do because there's a you know there's well you're writing about the show and there's a structure you can follow but also I just I really have a genuine love for terrible reality television I enjoy it a lot (laughs) um um you know well especially some of the less terrible stuff like I I, you know I I really um love watching MasterChef and I really enjoyed hate watching The Shire um and I don't know I kind of feel like a lot of the time reality TV kind of gets a bad rap like people you know, it's it's kind of synonymous with with trash, but um, there there were some amazing reality shows. Like I, I would I would put Survivor uh, in my top ten favorite shows of all time. I would put that alongside uh, The Wire and and Deadwood and it's, Breaking Bad. It's very Bad. good. It's it's a different kind of show, yeah. but I think that. Um, but I mean, like you, you learn stuff from Survivor. What did you, you learn- totally do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What did you actually learn though from watching MasterChef? Oh, really wow. closely. Um, I don't know that it really taught me anything except, you know, maybe um, like what the term on papillot means <laughs> in relation to cooking. Well, what, what does it mean? What Frenching is. Oh, well, that's when you cook something in paper. On papillot. Yeah, so you put it in the paper and then you cook it. That's uh, that's what that means. Yeah. Like all the different ways that you can use fennel definitely taught me that. Uh, is that valuable knowledge? Probably not. Did you learn anything valuable from the Shire? <laughs> um, I don't think that um, anyone should ever use the word valuable in the context of the show The Shire ever. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. So, uh, so no. <laughs> Nothing at all? Um, did, you, did you learn anything philosophically in a wider sense rather than specifically from the show, but about your watching the show? Did you learn anything about yourself? <laughs> I, guess it, I guess it probably taught me what like, um, like the ultimate uh, terrible show is because uh that show really was garbage like it was very boring uh the characters were awful and uh it was like like six episodes worth of something that like could have been realistically fit into a a solid 15 minutes (laughs) and what would that 15 minutes have looked like uh a lot of garbage people going shopping fabulous all right let's play a song about it we've got modern lovers up next the song's called i'm straight and why did you pick this one uh well i just i i love the modern lovers um I like this this um album their their only album as the modern lovers um was recorded in 1972 which was uh you know predates you know punk or whatever by like by like 4 years um so I I th- that whole debate about who was the first punk band was it you know the Saints or was it the Stooges or whatever well, modern lovers were before that and you know they didn't go as hard as the Stooges but um 
they were a lot funnier and uh, I loved them a lot. I called this number three times already today, but I, I got scared. I put it back in place. I put my phone back in place. I still don't know if I should have called up. Look, just tell me, why don't you? If I'm out of place. Cause here's your chance to make me feel awkward and wish that I had never even called up this place. I saw you though today. Walk by with Hippie Johnny. I had a call up and say how I wanna take his place. So this phone call today concerns Hippie Johnny. He's always stoned. He's never straight. I saw you today, you know, walk by with. Hippie Johnny, look, I had a call up and say, I want to take his place. See, he's stoned. Hippie Johnny. Now get this, I'm straight, and I want to take his place. Now, look, I like him too. I like Hippie Johnny. But I'm straight And I want to take his I said, I'm straight I said, I'm straight I'm proud to say Well, I'm straight And I want to take his place Now I've watched you walk around here I've watched you meet boyfriends I know and you tell me how they're deep Look, but I think if these guys if they're really so great Tell me why can't they at least take this place and take it straight? Why always stoned like hippie Johnny's? I'm straight and I want to take his place. I'm certainly not stoned like hippie Johnny's. I'm straight, I, and I want to take his place. I said, I'm straight. I said, I'm straight. I'm... I'm straight, and I want to... Tell the world 
Click, our new dance music station, arrives at the end of June. So, we need to have a party. Join us at the official launch, Friday, June 27. Here's stats from all the crews joining the FBI Click roster. Astral People, Halfway Crooks, Motoric, Picnic, Purple Sneakers, Thump, Sweat It Out, Good God, Body Promise, Sequence, Lazy Radio, and Bare Necessities. Free entry till 10. 15 bucks after and $10 for FBI supporters. The FBI Click Launch Party at Good God Small Club, Friday, June 27.
94.5. That was Total Control with Flesh War on Out of the Box, where my guest today is Max Laverne, who does lots of stuff at Triple J. He writes and he does immense amounts of things. He wears many, (laughs) many hats. He apparently has no sombrero. He just can't stop doing all the things. Got a hat wardrobe. Absolutely. (laughs) Just when he came in today, you can't can't do that. They're piled high. They are stacked up. Yeah, he couldn't get through the front door of FBI radio. Uh, uh, uh. Nope. All those metaphorical hats kept bumping on the doorframe. Nuisance. What a what an embarrassment. Mayhem. And so you you've already been in many, many radio locations throughout your time. So you're no stranger to the seat that you're sitting in right now. And you started off as a, a young lad in Wollongong. So how did you go from being a, a young dude in Wollongong to doing stuff at Triple J and, and you know What's oh well, like? I, I you know I, I guess I just I ever since I was I was a kid I thought you know working on a radio station would be the greatest job, um, and so uh, you know when I uh, when I was sixteen um, and I was living in Wollongong, um, I was like well you know I guess I'll you know try and do this which is probably the like the most ambition that I've ever had in my life like the most get up and go that I actually went <laughs> to the um, community station shout out Vox FM in Wollongong. Um, and was like, what can I do here? Um, and, you know, so I volunteered on this show that was ostensibly a like a youth-focused current affairs show, but it was just me and a couple of other uh, kids in high school um, hanging out once a week, uh, playing a bunch of songs by Ben Folds 5 and, like, <laughs> interviewing this lady from... Um, the Department of Fair Trading, who was nice enough to come in every week, and that was the current affairs quotient. Um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that, that, I don't know. That, um, I, I did that, and then I and then I moved to Sydney, and then I and then I worked at um, at SER, um, and, uh, and and then I, I don't know. I kind of enjoyed doing that, and then and you were been, the overdrive guy there, yeah. Yeah, um, I. Yeah, I, I used to do the show, um, the Overdrive show on Friday afternoon. One time, um, this was like, I don't know, six or seven years ago, I actually briefly uh, did this weird thing um, where Shag and Sweetie on FBI mm-hmm. and me on SER, we like... Uh, like sort of like co-hosted with each other for 15 minutes. There was this FBI and SER joint uh, lawn bowls party in Petersham, and they did this <laughs> thing where like uh, we called into each other and like and like played songs at the same time and kind of just had a chat and hung out, uh, which was which was totally weird, but That's it was insane. amazing. It was really fun. Would you um, would you do it again? It sounds great. <laughs> well, um, I don't have an overdrive show anymore, so uh, it wouldn't be possible. But in principle, absolutely, yeah, it was great. <laughs> Good stuff. And and then from there, from two SCR, you went to Triple J. How do you get from two SCR to Triple J? Oh uh, well, I, I kind of you know I, I wanted to work on the station, and I kind of just hassled them um, and. You know, it, it, Do working, you recommend that? <laughs> I, I recommend that, and I, I recommend just working on community radio. Like, if there's anyone who's, who's listening at the moment and things, um, you know, I'd, I'd like to get into radio. Like, I, I couldn't recommend, like, volunteering at a station like FBI anymore because um, it, it's super fun. It's super rewarding. It's it's just a, a, a really great thing to do. Um, I'm having a ball. And, <laughs> You're loving it. I'm a volunteer. <laughs> and um I don't know, even if you don't have like designs on, you know, 
you know, throwing your life into into working in radio. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just a really, really awesome thing Yeah, to you do. still learn a lot. And, yeah, totally. radio stations like this, they do a lot to kind of support those people who end up going on to have careers. And they do it completely for free because you're a volunteer. You know, mm-hmm. all of the training, all of that has to come from somewhere. But actually, on that note, if you do want to support FBI Radio and you're a big fan of the station, you can go to the website. It's really easy to become a supporter. And... What a segue. What a segue. <laughs> Beautiful. Mwah. That's the craft. Foolproof. All right. Do, do you want to put on a song about it? <laughs> I, um... L- uh, oh, come on, DJ. You've had experience. I can't think of a segue now. Come on, you, you've, you've um, sucked up all the, all the segue. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, a segue sponge. Yeah, How, what about yeah. Neutral Milk Hotel? You can put milk in a sponge. Segway. Oh, wow. That was very <laughs> interesting. Bad. You can put milk in a sponge. <laughs> you can put that on your tombstone. <laughs> I was I was looking for something to put on my tombstone. Thank you so much, Max Laverne, my guest today yeah, on welcome. Out of the Box. Uh, so I reckon we should go with Neutral Milk Hotel purely because of Bag Segway, and you can you can tell your story about it. I mean, you've you've got this song for a reason. Oh yeah, okay. Well, a couple. Of, I'm, a, I'm a massive Neutral Milk Hotel fan, and a couple of years ago, when Jeff Mangum, the frontman, uh, who was a recluse for like ten years, a couple of years ago, he came back and he started doing shows again for the first time uh, in a long time. And uh, I went over to the UK uh, to see him at All Tomorrow's parties because he curated the festival over there. And uh, it was a it was an intensely weird experience because what All Tomorrow's parties do, which is amazing, um, is they will kind of like descend on a, just a strange venue and just take it over for the weekend. Like they did it in Sydney when um, they did a thing at Cockatoo Island a few years back. And the one that Neutral Milk Hotel did um, was at this uh, like bizarre family resort from the 80s in the West Country. So you could see whales across the bay and uh, everything was like a teal and salmon. And uh, in this uh, massive auditorium, um, which was where Jeff Mangum played, there were all these posters up uh, of the next artist who was, you know, due to come through and play there, which was Peter Andre. There were huge posters of shirtless Peter Andre around the venue. What's Peter Andre like? I don't know him very well. Well, um, he was like... (laughs) He was like this uh, pop star from the 90s, an Australian pop star, actually. <laughs> uh, Mysterious Woman was his uh, um, was oh, his single, and he was all about the abs and the gelled hair. So anyway, he was playing at this venue, and there were all these burly West Country security guards um, standing around, you know, uh, in, in front of the stage. And Jeff Mangum walked on, and he played this song, which, um, if anyone knows this song, Holland 1945, it's got this really iconic intro where there's this guitar strum, which we're about to hear, and then he goes, two, one, two, three, four. And uh, Jeff Mangum played the guitar, and then, like... 2,000 people screamed to one, two, three, four. And these security guards didn't know what was going on. They were kind of just standing back, arms folded, going, these people, we have never seen people like this before. Uh, awesome. So it was awesome. Great stuff. And so that's uh, Holland, 1945, on Out of the Box today with Max Laverne. He brought it in. Thanks a bunch. Here we go. Two, one, two, three, four.
just a sister at the side And only weeks before the guns all came and rained on everyone Now she's a little boy in Spain playing pianos filled with flames On empty rings around the sun I'll sing to say my dream has come Now we must pray So good. It's really, really good. Ended so abruptly. <laughs> People are going to think it's poor form. I'm just pressing stop. I had enough of that. No fade up for you. Yep. No, that's <laughs> just hit it and quit it. All right. Well, that one was by Neutral Milk Hotel. It's called Holland 1945. Bought in my guest today, Max Laverne, who is a writer and comedian type. And if you if you like the kinds of things he says, the snappy, short kind of things he says, which is very much his style, you can find him on Twitter, where he'll give you some really great life hacks, like... Uh, I quote, life hack, no showing your wiener to cops. It's, and, a, it's good yeah. advice. It's, you know, say what you want, uh, don't, like, don't do that. Yeah. And uh, also, you, you paint some really good word pictures like this, uh, ZZ Top going in for a group hug and getting their beards all knotted together like a rat king. I like yeah. that one. Well, I mean, rat kings are amazing. And, mm. uh, you know, I just, you know, like to see ZZ Top in that scenario. Yeah. Did you know rat, rat kings are real? Most like some people think that they're they're made up, but they're not. There's there's rat kings that have existed. Can you in for a someone who, do, who doesn't know about what a rat king is? Well, they found um, they uh, formed uh, when there's a lot of rats 
who are living in uh, crowded quarters and then their tails literally get so tangled up with one another that it's like, uh, you know, like 12 rats that are all connected to, to each other. Wow. Uh, which is a, a, a weird, gross thing, but it's true. That's my favourite kind of true thing. Yeah, the, imagine. The weird, gross ones. Imagine if that was you in another life. <laughs> I imagine. One of many in a rat king. <laughs> anyway, you've written a lot of stuff. You've written for Triple J, The Drum, SBS2, The Lifted Brow, Slactory, The Vine, Pedestrian, Mess and Noise, Junkie and Altered Zones. Do you have a particularly favourite thing that you've written or well, group mean, that you've written for? Or... You were asking me about this off air just before and I think that you were looking for a better answer than the one that I had for you. But I, this, my answer is like, I don't know, like probably probably a tweet. I really enjoy <laughs> I really enjoy, I like Twitter. It's a good website and um, I really enjoy brevity and people who can like um, squeeze an idea into 140 characters. I, I, I really like that a lot. Um, so yeah, I don't know, probably just some dumb tweet sometime. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a particularly favorite Twitter account? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, the, my, my favorite ever Twitter account is utility limb, um, which is just, yeah, just twitter.com forward slash utility limb. Um, it's, uh, it's amazing. Like it is actually, uh, like better than most novels. It's just this, this weird guy who disappeared abruptly in 2012, um, who wrote all these sort of bizarre, like hellish, um, but like strangely hilarious uh, kind of, I don't know, like non sequiturs. And um, yeah, it really is the greatest. Actually, I, I have an, another uh, favourite to share with you. Have you heard of the Kim Kierkegaardashian? Oh, yes. It's so good. <laughs> it is really good. So just to describe, it's, uh, it's Kim Kardashian tweets and, and sayings and things that she's just spouted mixed with the, uh, I think he's a Swedish philosopher. Oh, no, it's I think he's Norway, Norwegian. Uh, Soren Kierkegaard, and he's very like, kind of fatalistic and, and kind of nihilistic. And, you know, so what you get is stuff like this. I love your Tumblr's infinite scroll down feature and the unfathomable <laughs> insatiable emptiness behind it. <laughs> so, like, incredible shallowness and depth in the same tweet and all of them are so similarly beautiful. Yeah. That's awesome. Or like, when I step out from my lonely suffering and walk among happy people, it's the epitome of timeless chic. <laughs> really good stuff. Excellent. Um, good. So I reckon we should take another song. You've got Billy Bragg in for us. Wouldn't have had him on, on FBI in a while. Yeah, I really wanted to play Billy Bragg because um, I love Billy Bragg. And I think that people, like, uh, a lot of people who haven't listened to that much of him think of him as kind of this political songwriter who writes songs about the unions which he does, you know, he's got a bunch of songs about the unions, but he's also uh, really good at um, writing really tender love ballads. Um, and he's also a fantastic guitarist and not like in a, like in a, a slash Ingwie Malmsteen way where he just shreds it up. Um, he, on, on this song that I want to play, it, it's just, it's just voice and guitar and the guitar is like amazing it's it's kind of like propulsive and it does this completely different thing to what the vocals do and um i i could be completely imagining the link here but it kind of reminds me of um like the songs of young marble giants who came later and then young marble giants influenced bands like the xx and london grammar so it's like it, it it's kind of weird to think that you can draw this line from like these you know kind of fragile slowcore bands back to young marble giants and then back to billy bragg but i, I totally hear it all right so if you can hear it here on fbi 94.5 mm-hmm. 
That's a great song. It's called A New England. I like Fabulous. it. I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't think I liked Billy Barrick, but it's one of those situations where you just think you don't like someone and you end up really liking their music. Same with Neutral Makoto. I didn't think that they would be as good as they were. Yeah, so, well, everyone should yeah. listen to both of those. Impeccable taste here with Max Laverne, <laughs> who is the creator of Todd Talks, which is kind of like TED Talks, but absolutely nothing like TED Talks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that we, um, there's one happening tonight, um, and it would be great if everyone came down. It's at Giant Dwarf in Redfern. Um, and yeah, it's going to be really funny. We've got a bunch of comedians. Um, there's uh, Michael Hing, who's uh, been on SBS and uh, Can of Worms. Uh, Jennifer Wong, um, who's another amazing comedian. Uh, Zoe Norton Lodge, who's on the checkout on ABC at the moment and also does stuff um, with Story Club. She's one of the founders of Story Club. Uh, Becky Lucas, who's a comedian um, from Brisbane. Travis Cook, who's in the band Collarbones, but is like, uh, has formed this internet cult of personality mm, it's he really wears, like all pepsi branding and stuff and like really old school photoshop and yeah yeah he's a really funny guy i'm really looking forward to seeing his talk tonight is it going to be you know weirdly inspirational is like in the way that ted talks are or is it going to be completely a yeah it is it totally is yeah. it's going to be very inspirational it's going to be think spirational <laughs> i said no portmanteaus man <laughs> Um, yeah, so there are those guys, um, and we've also got um, uh, a guy who I just follow on Twitter and I thought was was really, really funny, uh, called Mitchell Curley, so he's going to be um, doing a talk tonight. Do you know any of the topics? Um, I know that uh, Mitchell's doing one about um, web branding. Uh, Travis is, is called How I Became to Be, How I Came to Be Travis Cook, uh, so <laughs> that's... Uh, 
That's it's good. so inspirational. I mean, you, you could be one too. Um, but yeah, past topics I think are really great. Is uh, Do atheists score more pussy? And if so, is it sweeter and more delicious? Or uh, the hidden world of a tiny piece of Lego at the bottom of a landfill? Or why I get drunk every night? Or you mad bro is trolling the new terrorism? Mm. So yeah, Important in, in the same way, yeah. Huge topics. <laughs> and so it's 8pm tonight. Uh, for starting, but it's 7pm for doors and we do have a double pass to give away. So uh-huh. if it tickles your fancy and you want to go for a bit of a, a giggle and a, a thingspiration, oh, I said it, uh, then the first person to text 0409945945 and include your name and suburb in that text, please, uh, you can get a double pass to go tonight to Todd Talks. And hopefully then you'll see Max Laverne and he'll hopefully be funny. Let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> we can only hope. Anyway, thank you so much for being on the show today and thank you for bringing Sweet As Tunes. If you do want to uh, check out any of the music that was played today and, uh, you know, just check back on what that song was that caught Yuri, you can go onto the FBI Radio website and go to the Out of the Box Programs and Playlist page. We've got all the information there, plus we've got a lot of information about tonight and probably other little bits and bobs, you know, all the fun stuff. And we've got one last song for the day. Yeah, another one of my favourite Australian bands, TV Colours, um, who put out an amazing album last year called Purple Sky Toxic River, which is just a perfect album. It took um, Bobby Kill, the guy who made it, like I think five or six years to make it. It just sounds like a perfect distillation of being a teen in Canberra and like just, uh, you know, watching VHS videos and hanging out with your friends and listening to death metal and punk. And um, it, it's just a, an amazing album. And so I wanted to play um, a song from that called Bad Dreams. On FBI 94.5. Thanks so much, Max. Thank you. <laughs>
the box. Out of the box. Out of the box. Out of the box. Meet people through their music. With Ash Bertabez on FBI.